Hi, I'm Jennifer Lewis, and I just did an interview with Hollywood Unlocked. It was fabulous. Listen, I gave y'all everything. Go get the book. I didn't write this book to make money. I wrote it for you. Y'all know I got money. <laughs> but don't ask me for none. Thank you. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Your boy, Giovanni. Hold on. Okay, we've had a lot of people in here, but we, we got an icon, Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> yes, you are an icon. You know that. Hi, thank you. You know that. So, okay, one day I was talking online about feeling like I was battling depression. And, you know, in the black community, when you start talking about you feeling a certain way, People start to look at you crazy, but That's I feel true. on this show, you got to live in your truth. So I was talking about it and then ended up on the phone with uh, Julia and uh, we were talking about your book. Mm -hmm. Got a copy of your book, started reading it. Usually I'll read a chapter and put it down because I don't like to read. Mm -hmm. What's the name of that book? The Mother Black Hollywood. <laughs> oh, I read every word. I in know. This book. I just want everybody out there to know it's the Mother oh, Black Hollywood. We're going to talk about it all day. Ah, suck it, suck it. <laughs> so I'm reading this book. And I started to develop so many parallels to your story. It was crazy. Yeah. I've, I've seen you for years on television and film and have fallen in love with you as an actress and become a fan. Mm -hmm. But to read the book, it's just like, it's so relatable mm -hmm. to my story. I'm just like, it was really, it was a roller coaster of emotions reading this book. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was relatable to all of us, though. I mean, I'm just like Jason. I've been a fan of yours for many, many, many years. I told our audience I'm going to fan out because I can't believe that she's actually here. I can't either. She has been my auntie in my Aww. head for decades, for like at least 20 years. Um, and <laughs> when I read the book, it was, I mean, there's there's a lot of heartbreaking stuff in mm -hmm, there. You absolutely. Know? Um, and I, there were so many parallels that I felt as a woman in the entertainment business the things that you felt, the things that you experienced. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to, you know, get ahead of myself because we're going to talk a lot about your book, but it's just, it's such a pleasure to have you here and have you just still standing and strong as you are. Yes, girl, <laughs> I came yeah. through the fire. Yes. And now oh. you're giving it to us. Well, I'm not going to lie. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> now I'm, I'm, I haven't read it yet. But I'm going to go read it because I've been hearing just That's amazing okay. things about it. Two of you have read it. That'll work. That's good. But you, know, just don't, you just don't get to say shit. <laughs> no. You, you, he actually represents the, the, he represents the audience He's that adorable. is going to go get this yes. book. There you I'm go. go and no, you know I'm book. playing with you. I know, of course, I have to because you're really good friends with my cousin. Who? Chester Gregory. Ah, that's yes. a sick, you look a little bit like him. That's yeah. a singing son of a bitch right yeah. there. I love Chester. Give him my love. I will do. <laughs> Speaking of Gregory, I did not. There's lots of sex in this book. Um. <laughs> Speaking of Gregory, Dick, Joe, Johnny, Jim, Tom, Dick, and Jerry. Yeah. Okay, so I always joke on this show that uh, I'm I'm a hoe, but in a joking way, I've said it. <laughs> And I read this book, and you, what I love about you is just the sexual fluidity that you had over the years and being so open about it. Absolutely. Let me tell you guys something. I said this on The View. Ain't no shame in my game. Mm. <laughs> you know, I was bipolar and didn't know it. Mm -hmm. Wow. And thank God I didn't do hard drugs. Mm. I could have gone to hard drugs. Honey, the, when I finally uh, accepted that I was bipolar... And went into therapy. My first thing my shrink said was, honey, I don't know how you are alive. Is that mm -hmm. Rachel? 
Rachel and I feel D. like she's mm-hmm. my best friend. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, ooh, 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 Rachel don't play, y'all. <laughs> no. yeah. Ooh, Rachel. Ooh, honey, I called Rachel 3 a.m. from Egypt. I was in Cairo. From Egypt. I said, I'm getting ready to fuck this Egyptian boy. She said, no, you're not, and hung up the phone. She said, it's 3 a.m. in L.A., bitch. Fuck you. Fuck your bipolar ass. But listen. I came through. I can't, guys, I didn't know I was bipolar. You know, when I was a little girl, it was... You know, here comes Crazy Jenny. Mm-hmm. And I was happy to have a word before my name. Mm-hmm. You know, I was crazy. Here comes Crazy Jenny. And it didn't do anything to me. I, I always made people laugh. I would enter entertaining. Here's how it started, okay? Mm-hmm. Five years old, I sang my first solo in church. The reaction of the congregation was like a, a tsunami of love that came and washed over my little body. And I stood there with my thumb in my mouth thinking, oh, this is life. And I never looked back. Mm. I was an entertainer. At five. People standing up and screaming. This wasn't a um, shouting church, Mm -hmm. you know. But people were up and screaming. I saw my mother over there crying. You know, it was amazing. It was an amazing moment. So... And then I discovered with the mania from the bipolar disorder, I became an alpha wolf. I was the leader. I was never a follower. I led the kids in the neighborhood. I could lead them straight to hell. They'd go. Mm-hmm. They'd follow my crazy ass because mm-hmm. I was loud. You know, that's part of the mania, being loud and over the top. I've always been like this. Jesus, mm-hmm. it sounds like me. And then <laughs> let me get to the... Um, then I went on into high school, captain of the cheerleading squad, president of my class, a leader, a born leader. Took on off to college, ruled the theater department. You know, they used to have a call board that said who got the show and who didn't. And all the kids would be all, you know, crowded around where they knew when the list was going to go up. Mm-hmm. I just passed by there. I knew my name was up there. I'm like, why? Bitch, I know they're going to put me in the play. And they did. And that, that rush, that power of my dream, that focus, that determination, nothing was going to stop me. Nothing. Was that the start of the illness, though, or was that a part of it? Oh, I had the illness since birth, but we didn't know it. Okay. You know, kids run around acting a damn fool. I just happened to be, you know, but I, what was wonderful about my life is, yeah, I was over the top and crazy, but I was smart. Mm -hmm. And I had common sense. Mm. I was a natural. I knew I was special. I used to try not to use that word to make myself better than anybody else. Of course, I, I grew up and learned that we're all God's baby, babies and nobody is better or worse than the other. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, <laughs> shit, I was a queen. <laughs> I ruled. You know, if the aliens had landed, they would have come to me <laughs> and said, bitch, you are the leader. Can we talk to you? <laughs> And it's back in St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, a little small town called Kimlock, Missouri. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Poverty-stricken area, population 3,000, all black, but self-governed. Mm-hmm. 
These people were, you know, they came to slay. Mm-hmm. Librarian was black. Policeman department was black. And these were my uncles and aunts and, you know, Miss Jones on the porch saying, little Jenny, sit your ass down somewhere. Mm-hmm. You isn't know, grandma's it, hands. Isn't, don't. isn't it crazy how we've gotten away from community, though? Like, we don't have uh, any of that anymore. Don't start me. <laughs> don't start, don't start I see somebody, me. I was at Target the other day. I see some of these kids. I'm like, everybody in this store would have whipped your ass where I grew up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Here's what happened. You know, the kids got on those, all the technology kind of took family structure and social skills. These kids don't even know how to, uh, Julia, my manager and I were in Seattle sitting in the restaurant. We heard this cheering from a ballroom. Mm -hmm. And then we saw these young men, 25 to maybe, no, 18 to 30. And we said, what's going on in there? And it was like a session for men, these young men, to learn how to talk to a girl. Mm. Because they'd been sitting there with the video games all their lives, (laughs) and they'd sitting there on the computer all all their lives looking at porn, you know, (laughs) and and selfies and, you know, Mm. and this, oh, my God. They didn't even know how to talk to a girl. Mm -hmm. So... That's what it's come to. And let alone sit around a dinner table and have dinner. You should have been teaching that seminar. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, that's true. And this is what I love (laughs) about your book because for me, I'm I'm at the process of starting my journey of discovery in myself Mm -hmm. because I feel like with social media, I had to unfollow everybody because it was making me crazy. I felt like the, the... Keeping up with everything, yeah, the trying can. to find everything. I had to literally just, just don't do it. Di- get away don't with it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You will destroy your life mm. being addicted to these things. You know, any the addictions are the same. Mm-hmm. You know, people. Uh, oh, my babies! All of you are just my babies. I wish I could give you the recipe. Mm-hmm. What was but your there recipe? is no recipe the, to, to feeling good yeah. and staying out of trouble mm-hmm. and doing what you know you're supposed to do and giving back to the next generation mm-hmm. and getting out there and marching, reading a book, self-care, taking care of yourself. That's what I wish I could give you guys. Mm-hmm. You get up and you put love in front of you before you leave your house. Mm. You don't get to go out in traffic and cuss people out. And flip them off because they cut you off. You know how I got rid of road rage? You want to know? How? I was in the car with a good friend of mine who was a social worker. A lot of compassion for young children. And I was cussing. She said, hey, Jennifer. I was like, what? You see that, you know, motherfucker? (laughs) She said, Jennifer, what if that person's mother just died and they're a little shaky? Whole new perspective. I was like, wow. And did you, you realize in that moment that we don't consider the other we person? We don't even think about the other person. Mm-hmm. You must. Because I'm going to tell you something, honey. Oh, sucky, sucky. We are all one. And I never thought I'd be quoting my baby RuPaul. I saw him being uh, interviewed by Oprah, and he said it another way. Who? We're one person, little cells of God running around, creating that hole mm. that makes a tree. Ah, that was another way to look at it. Yeah. But then I, when I went down to the spa, you know, where they put wheatgrass up your ass and your nose <laughs> and your eyes and, you know. For those, and, of, it's in the book, people. Yes. 
look for you get it. real intimate with the anal wheat grass <laughs> wheat grass everywhere <laughs> it was it was detox and i was like oh y'all don't put that shit in my eye they did they said ah they baptized me in wheat grass but look at me i'm but well, where was I? I want to get and, that thing out. And you ain't 61. Tell me where. Yeah, I am 61. Jeez. 61. But wait a minute. I was going somewhere. Uh, RuPaul was talking about the yes. city of rape. Yes. Mm-mm. I'm standing next to a woman down at the spa. And you know, it's mm-hmm. all spiritual. And oh, and mm-hmm. ooh, you know, that these motherfuckers are crazy. Mm-hmm. But it does help. <laughs> if you, you know, if you do your thing. <laughs> this woman said it another way. We were in conversation and I said something about all we have is the moment. Mm. That bitch said, no, all we have is the breath. See, shit like that. The breath or breath? breath. The breath. The breath, too. (laughs) But the breath. Mm -hmm. We take breathing for granted. Wow. Yes, that's true. Y'all better wake up to what this shit is. You better, you better enjoy your youth and be nice to somebody. I jumped out of a taxi in Chicago. I saw this old uh, African-American woman carrying these heavy-ass bags. And I couldn't take it. She had those elephant legs. Mm-hmm. I was in the taxi. I said, pull over. Mm. I got out. I said, Just let me help you with that. So where are you going? She said, I'm going about two blocks. I put her ass in that taxi and <laughs> caught another one. Mm. It's shit like that. Now, that's just not, that's not saying I'm special. Right. That's not saying I'm, it's just be in the moment mm-hmm. of life and be kind and, and be nice. I wasn't always like this. Mm. Shh. I was so rageful when I wasn't treated. I spent 17 years in therapy, twice a week. Because I went in as an infant. My mother didn't have time to raise me. I'm the baby of seven. So speaking about you at five years old, in the in the uh, a lot was going on in the church. You talk very oh, openly about Well, I was molested, molested by the pastor, pastor of my church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And on, let, say what but wait a minute. Let me just say this. It's on the internet that he raped me. He did not rape me. Mm-hmm. Read the book, y'all, and oh, don't yeah. start shit. You know, I'm Jennifer Lewis. Don't fucking put no shit out there about me because it ain't no shit. You want some shit on me? You read the book. All yeah. my shit's in there. Mm-hmm. So you can't say shit about it. it. Come written, on now. It, it is written in her voice, people. Yeah. Exactly how she's speaking Wait, right now. Can I just tell you, I'm is, on the plane reading it yes. in her voice. The entire yes. book, I'm reading it Dying in your laughing. voice. Dying <laughs> so laughing. And Julia says you have an audio book, which oh now I have to go God, back and get yeah, that. Oh my God, yeah, the Audible. See, I you must to go to Amazon. Funny. Y'all, the shit ain't number $15. <laughs> go to Amazon and get the damn book. But here's the thing, and this is what you better know. I didn't write this book to make money. Y'all know I got money. And when you come from poverty, <laughs> I've done what? Let's lay this shit on the line. I've done 68 movies, 392 episodic television shows, four Broadway shows, and toured in concert all over the world. Don't fuck with me. That's money. I, That's so but wait a minute. The thing is, is when you come from poverty, you know to save your shit. Mm. I wasn't frivolous with money. Now that con artist came into my life. Oh. Ooh, that son of a bitch got 50 grand for me, y'all. I wasn't paying attention. That motherfucker, <laughs> let me just get his name on the record. Tony Marriott. <laughs> Beware of that motherfucker. Like Marriott okay? Absolutely that not. son of a bitch was a, oh, y'all, he was masterful. Wait. But I wasn't, let me get to it. I was in the middle of getting an honorary doctorate degree. I was writing a commencement speech to send kids out into the world. You know how important that was for me at my alma mater, Webster University. 10,000 people were in that audience that day. I had something to do. I wasn't paying attention to no fucking man. <laughs> 
But that motherfucker on the side, that motherfucker lied so much. I'm like, he been to Oxford when that son of a bitch was in prison. Girl, I wasn't paying attention. I was getting the, um, hold on, listen, this bullshit. I was getting the. Um, she from the Midwest, boy. You can the, tell. Listen, I was getting the Lifetime Achievement Award from the American Black <laughs> Film Festival. I was on a hit show and shit. I wasn't paying attention no man. <laughs> Oh, pay attention. So our audience, pay attention. Our audience right now is saying she's the only guest that Jason has never interrupted. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Wait, because can, I'm, can I go back to the five years yeah, ago? Go. So I was molested at seven years old. God damn, and, fuck. And, and I remember. Hate when I was, that when shit. I, when I was, Those motherfuckers. You know, I wish I could shoot a bitch sometimes. When I was reading your book and how you told your mom and she didn't believe you. No. Oh, get it right. Mm-mm. She believed it. Uh, no, she put she put the pastor on the phone with her. Tried to put the pastor yeah. on the phone with her. Right, Come on you, now. But she didn't, I didn't, what I Wait didn't. Wait a minute, let me tell that okay, story. Please. Those are delicate things. Okay. You don't throw that shit around. Okay. Yes, I told her. Mm. But you see, back then, there was no Oprah Winfrey. Mm-hmm. There was nobody telling. These women were scrubbing white people's floors. And you know, I'm going to say this out loud. Jesus, who is most black women's husband. Mm. Y'all better come with me here. Say that mm. again. I'm here. Jesus is most black women's husbands. You see, they did a number on us. We are a conquered race. They put the black man out of the house in order for the Want the, the, the black mother to get welfare. The man couldn't be in the house. Mm. He had to be working. Of course, they wouldn't give him a job. Y'all better come with me. Mm. We come from some shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Speak but we on. had a black president for eight years, didn't we? That mm-hmm. motherfucker will never wipe that shit out. I'm writing a song right now. It says, you can't erase what Obama did because he led with love. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> So anyway, so you told your mother. I told my mom. I love this. Came in the house and I told my mama. I was surprised that son of a bitch came for me. What he did mm. was, you know how churches visit each other, the mm-hmm. choir. Let me give y'all the story. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. And I got to ride with the pastor. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. It was a privilege. Yeah, it was a privilege. The pastor. Mm. I'm sitting in the front seat. He's driving. Ooh, I haven't told this in a long time. Stay with me now. Stay with me. We're here. So, we're riding along. And, you know, I've always wanted to be in show business. I always wanted to be a star. So I asked him, I said, hey, Pastor Hurd, do you think I can be a star? He pulls over. He leans over to me. Ooh. He tries to kiss me. And I grind my teeth tight. Ew, I can't. Ooh. The smell of him, I can still, uh. And then he felt, I could feel his hand on my breast. Look at me, reliving this shit. Sit still, little boy. I don't need no picture, I ain't crying. Fuck that motherfucker, I got through this shit. I worked through this shit, but that was sweet. Thank you. Over 60, we can't have shit moving. An ant go across this motherfucker, I'll say, kill that bitch. Now listen, so let me get through this. So he tried to kiss me and tried, and he felt my titty. And he saw that that shit wasn't going to happen with me. Because I clenched up. And then he leaned back over, started the car, kept driving. Didn't say a word. 
So when we exited the freeway, oh, and I'm holding that shit in my mouth. All I want to do is spit. And when we exited the freeway, I opened the door to spit out. I, he thought I was jumping, so he grabbed my arm. But we were so, we were taught to respect these, to, I mean, to revere Iconic these stage. motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. These nasty bitches that stand in the pulpit and call you a whore because you had sex outside of marriage. These motherfuckers that put on robes and ribbons and shit and sweat for an hour in front of you in these churches. I'm not talking about the ones that are wonderful. I'm talking about the motherfuckers, the con artists. The hypocrites. The pedophiles. pedophiles. Y'all be careful of that shit. Nobody's better than you. Or worse. We are one. Standing up there. Yeah, and you're whores if y'all let shit. That hold, we hold on a sec. Tell them. So know. anyway. You told your mom. So I went in the house, told my mother. Now my mother was in love with this man. You gotta understand, okay? Mm-hmm. And a lot of women in the churches are. Oh, they all in love with the pastor. Mm-hmm. So I said, Mama, Pastor Her tried to kiss me. Oof, these words. Y'all getting an interview. I haven't told this. I haven't told this like this. I wrote it down in a book, but I haven't told it out loud in detail like this. But we've all had this experience, most of us. But there's somebody one, that's having the experience. One out of three. Yeah. My daughter's mother. Come on, Jesus. Yeah, she wrote a book about herself. Come on now. Mm-hmm. And write it. Write your story and tell everybody. Tell on them. Tell, tell, tell. So my mother, of course, she didn't know what to do with it. The fuck was she going to do with it? How much therapy has she had? She's scrubbing white people's toilets. Y'all better come on now. So when she gave me the phone and said, tell him what you told me. I was like in shock. And she took the phone from me and went into a bedroom. It was never discussed again. See, and that's what I got from the book. Because when I told my mother, she took me to the police department and said, tell them. God damn. But she didn't believe me. Oh, come on, Jesus. No, she didn't. Because she said to me, Who was it? Why would that happen to you? Why? Why? Was she a religious woman? She was bipolar. Come on, Jesus. She had had been molested by her father. Oh, come on. Oh, shit. So my mother had abuse by her mom, sexual abuse by her father. So she had stuff. But it was a lot of what I was reading in your letter to your mother. Mm -hmm. And like when I read that, because as my mother was passing, you know, it, Mm. it took a lot of conscious effort and energy to forgive her for all the shit she of did to me. Course, because darling. I didn't want to. Because when yes, you get of hurt, course. you don't want to forgive nobody. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. You, no wrote, you, you wrote your letter out, which reading that letter was so... Yeah, so it was, it's but, empowering for people who... Right. But let me just finish this mm-hmm. one thought. When my mother died, I remember she used to always say through the years, I'm doing the best that I can. Come but on. For me, I felt like that's not enough. Come on. Because on top of the mental illness, she was a heroin addict. Shit. Come on, It Jesus. wasn't until she was about to die that it hit me. You're doing the best that you can. Come on. It ain't the best that I would do. And Come it on. ain't the best that you should That's do. That's right. But it's the you're telling me you can't do no better than that. Mm. So I had to learn immediately as she was literally a couple days from dying to forgive her, to accept it, really consciously accept it and give it to her. So she mm. could, she literally died right after we did it. After all three of her kids forgave her, she died. Wow. So reading your letter was just like. If, if anybody don't buy the book just to read that letter, because there are people living. I lived with resentment for decades. Mm. It wasn't until that one day that I let it all go. It, right. it chips away at you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. And darling. so when I was talking about on the radio and then Julia, 
who you mentioned in your book, Saved Your Life, reached out and we started talking. It was like there is an energy mm-hmm. that puts everything together mm-hmm. the way it's supposed to. Oh, and I'm going to yell it for the rest of my life. Well, I'm going to tell. Let's put the letter into into context. Okay. It was written, say, what, maybe 34? I was 33, I believe, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I wrote that letter. To your mother. Yes, I had been in therapy, I think, two years. And then we started the process of writing letters whether you mailed them or not, mm-hmm. but writing this letter and getting it out of you. Journal, everybody mm-hmm. that's looking at this. Get you a journal and write. Don't do this shit on the computer. Hand to paper. Mm-hmm. Get those feelings out of you so you don't blow up and become passive aggressive and don't communicate. I just had this uh, conversation with an uh, ex-meth uh, addict this morning. You know, I'm trying to help him. And I told him, I said, you've got to communicate. Don't tell me you're going to be here at 10 and show up at 1130, little boy. <laughs> That's shit to do. <laughs> I'm just for motherfucking Lewis. Hey. <laughs> but no, I had to hold him and scold him and fold him, you see. Mm-hmm. Well, what you happened? can't stop loving well, nobody. Go on, what, people, baby? Go on, he People are going to wonder what happened with the, with the pastor because you ended up talking to him on the phone. Oh, well, the, the chapter and- in... The Mother of Black Hollywood, which is my book. It's only $15. Oh, I always, I love just doing it. Look at that. Oh, give me one so I can fuck with everybody. (laughs) The Mother of Black Hollywood is number one on Amazon. (laughs) So anyway, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, 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 The pastor pastor on the phone. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. The chapter in my book about the molestation Mm -hmm. is titled... It ain't that kind of call, motherfucker. Because when I called him, mm, it was like, hello, Jennifer. Like nothing ever happened. Yeah, like nothing ever fucking happened. And see, wait a minute. How many years later was this? Wait, bring, yeah, about 20. But I want you to bring me back to this. Mm. Let me go somewhere else first. God damn, I forgot where I was going. Okay. Hold on. This is when I made the call. Anyway, so, damn it, I wish I could fill that blanket. Anyway, so I called him. I got drunk. I had to get drunk. This was a man, once again, you got to understand, from nine years old to when I left for college, you know, he was the pastor of the church. Mm-hmm. I had pushed that shit down. I had to push it down. Oh, I know what I was going to say, so bring me back to this. Okay. You got to understand and hear this loud and clear. Remember, I had asked him if I could be a star. Mm -hmm. So in that moment, in less than, mm, I would say, seven seconds with this son of a bitch trying to put his tongue in my mouth. He not only took my career, you see, because he was telling me, making me a whore. Mm -hmm. Ask him if I could be a star. He took God from me that day because he, come on, mm-hmm. he was the man of God. Who? And he took my mother. Took all three of them in seven fucking seconds. I've never put it in those words like that. He took all that from me. In seven fuck 
fucking second. Say it again, Jenny. Guess the fuck what? I'm here, ain't I? Mm-hmm. I came through that fire, baby. Don't fuck with me. I got up. I did. I became a star anyway, despite them all, despite it all. But let me tell you when I became a star, when I see this is so good. When you become wise, you all right, baby. When you become wise, you understand that the day I became a star was when I realized everybody was one. See, I ain't the only star. I know what a star is now. A star is a person that cares, that shines their light bright. So when they walk in a room, everybody's drawn to the joy. That's what a light is. Somebody that's not gossiping and talking negative about somebody, that's a star. Somebody who cares about children. Yeah, somebody that'll climb a mountain and stand up there at the top and say, here am I, send me. I used to say that all the time. I know what's inside of me. It's been boiling in me since I was a child. I'm just glad that I went and took care of myself in therapy. And yes, I'm medicated also. I take two little pills every morning of my life. And if I don't take them, <laughs> might not want to roll jag. up, bitch. Don't roll up. <laughs> we, we, we be doing don't the roll Irish up. jag on yeah. this counter. Right yeah, don't roll up. <laughs> I saw this. Yeah, you said the jag. The jig. Yeah, the Irish jig. Yeah, We watched the Larry King interview. Oh, that talk. Larry so King. Good. You know Larry was sitting there falling in love with me. I love how you, what I love about even in this interview, you're so in yourself. You're so in it yeah. that you're not going to let a millisecond pass if it ain't. Right. No. Because even when right. Larry tried to give you that, uh huh. Uh-huh. You said, uh-huh. I said, don't you, I said, don't you, uh huh, me, Larry. <laughs> it was amazing. I know exactly what, what I want to say. And you know what, what felt good about sitting across from Larry King? I was unafraid <laughs> of his opinion. Yeah, clearly. I can and I was unafraid <laughs> of my own. Where did the courage <laughs> come from, though? Because if you read your book, you've been, I you've know. Li- wait, you've lived so many lives. I, can, I, can I ask you if this yes, is if I'm right? baby. Was it when you spoke to Shirley MacLaine? Was that the moment that you realized, I don't give up what anybody's got to say about me? That's, yeah, you read the book. <laughs> I did read the book. Yeah, you read the book. I read the book. Now, I got to tell you, it wasn't only Shirley. Shirley MacLaine was, was definitely um, one of my um, mentors. I actually cried on Still Magnolias when I was a kid, by the way. There's a secret I don't tell nobody in here. <laughs> But in in terms of your journey through spirituality and 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 that's where you guys really had the parallel. Well, Shirley MacLaine came backstage at one of my one woman shows and she said that was the best show I've seen ever. And I'm thinking Sinatra, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Judy, Mm -hmm. Sammy Davis Jr. And then I looked at her and she she looked at me and she said, ever. I was like, well, damn. But y'all, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I've always known. I love it. God gave me so much. I was born with it. Were you born with confidence? but But I had the courage and the strength 
to honor the gift. We're happy he gave it to you. We really well, are. Well, she. It is. I call I call God a she. she. But, we're, but, <laughs> but, but, but confidence, like conf, when you're five singing and you got the everybody stood up and all that, where did because the confidence is we we interview a lot of people. Somebody been, asked me that at one of my book signings. I couldn't answer it. I couldn't. I couldn't point the moment. I, I don't remember not being. Mm-hmm. You see, and let me explain that it was the mania. Take that in, y'all. Mania, it 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 encompasses omnipotence. Mm-hmm. It encompasses grandiosity. This. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna give it to you. You refer to Here. Trump as having mania with Larry King. Oh, we gotta go back y'all, to that. we'll get to Trump we'll later. That, fuck that, that motherfucker. We don't need to <laughs> go into that. We yeah. all know the story. All I want to say about Trump is, don't stay in that shit all day. Mm-hmm. Don't don't worry about that. That's gonna pass. Everything is temporary, including him, including this administration. This shit is temporary. Even if they get back in, it's temporary. Don't you be scared of this shit you be armed and armed in knowing who you are so when some shit comes to your door and it's coming that baby opened his door picked up the package and blew up Mm -hmm. some shit's coming Mm. Mm. Okay. Come here now. Oh, so, go ahead, baby. Do you want me to bring you back? Bring me back. Okay. Always bring me back. I got so much shit going okay. on in my so poor little head. So we're gonna bring you back to the pastor, and we're gonna bring you back to the moment that you that you talked to him after yes. years later, and he's after yes. like nothing yes. happened, and you were like, "It's yes. not that kind of calm, yes. motherfucker." Yes. And I, he said, "Oh, Jennifer, this is this is twenty years later." So I get drunk because it's one of the hardest things. I have to do, which is to call this man, confront him about that molestation. So you're 27. That violation. I'm, I'm like 30. 30, I'm 30, something, in there, early 30s. And he picks up the phone, and I said, "It's Jennifer." Oof. And he goes, "Hello, Jennifer. We're so proud because I'd done like Fresh Prince and a few other things by that time." We're so happy you're on television. And I said, it ain't that kind of call, motherfucker. <laughs> Baby, I got that shit felt so good. I was cussing the pastor out. <laughs> but I wasn't cussing the pastor out. That son of a bitch wasn't a pastor. He was a freak. He was a sociopath. Most of them are. Because they don't feel shit. Mm. Sociopaths don't feel. That's Trump shit. He don't feel shit. He don't give a fuck about us. Not care about us. Not care about people. I just heard it from the from the horse's mouth. Somebody that's right in the White House. I talked to. You want to know what they said? Mm. Satan is jealous of Trump. Wow. Wow. Sheesh. That's how evil that motherfucker is. Come on, y'all. He don't care nothing about money. But didn't you love that interview with Stormy? I love Stormy Daniels. <laughs> white holding shit back. Yeah, fuck this fat ass. Spanked him. Yeah, spanked him. I said, stop talking about yourself, you green, uh, you orange motherfucker. Give me that magazine so I can uh, uh, spank your ass, which is all you want, you freak fuck. <laughs> And then I loved it, and she went back. She said that stupid motherfucker was sitting up watching Shark Tank. 
for four fucking hours. She said she got her purse, got fucked out. She said, you get me on Apprentice, you limp dick bitch. I, okay, let me stop. Ain't nobody no, listen like to me, listen to me. I don't hate that man. I don't, I don't. You feel bad for him. I do. Pity him. He's so, he's so sad. Some bitch sitting up there eating McDonald's and watching TV and but motherfucker is the leader of the free fucking world. This son of a bitch. And then to follow me, was, Obama with. I've I've seen you with the Obamas. I watched the Obama the, when BET did that special for them as they were leaving the White House. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's the same house occupied right now by him. I don't understand. It's like it's, a different but world. But you know what? We did it. Yeah. Oh, honey, don't you dare beat him up too much. We put him in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sitting up here, we are a nation in peace. No bombs going off anywhere, and that's all we do is sit up and watch the world being destroyed. You sons, it is our consciousness that has put Lex Luthor in the White House. And so, what did we think was going to happen? Sitting up watching all that violence and sex and drugs, and then that, and that's what our kids have turned into. And speaking to kids, you were just in D.C. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you and you're you, the thing about you, even though you, I can't believe. I have to admit something. I did not know your career went back as far as it has. And in, in not even just because I know you from, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. We talking about white people shit. Oh, yeah. No, real <laughs> white people shit. Not. What do you mean? Like Broadway and Cabaret? Bette Midler. Like, oh, I, I mean, I knew about the relationship mm-hmm. with Bette because uh, y'all two are hilarious. Yeah. But, you know, I got to tell you, I have but, lived but with, the, with the millennials. All, even though your career spanned all these years. You're in touch with everybody that's living right now. I feel like mm-hmm. even with the millennials and being in touch with what, what's mm-hmm. happening in D.C. and understanding the importance of not only supporting it by Twitter, but actually physically being there. You know what she is? She's hip. What is that? <laughs> She's hip. Oh, she's hip. She's no, 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 no. She she's really is. She somebody just Angela told me I wasn't hip, and I was like, you're right. I'm, I'm really not. She she's got, hip. She got Sandra in the backyard. You know, know. you know what I am, guys? Mm. Besides the mother of black Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love people. I've learned to love myself. You gotta understand that's a powerful fucking statement to make. They didn't give me an Oscar, Emmy, Grammy, and Tony. Uh, you got? Yeah, they didn't they didn't give me that. Mm-hmm. But the beauty is that I see it on my mantle anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got an electrifying standing ovation at Carnegie Hall. That's my Tony. Mm-hmm. My Emmy is blackish. My Oscar is Jackie's back. What's the other one? My Grammy, Grammy. is the audible of this bitch. I read the fuck out of this book, ladies and gentlemen. I make y'all laugh, cry, <laughs> think, shit, read, eat, whatever. <laughs> Call up a therapist. You know, yeah, get in therapy. Take care of yourself. Take medication if you have to. Find a Puerto Rican. Listen, hey, (laughs) Puerto Rican in these streets. Can I tell you that? Oh, my God. I I went out with a 25-year-old two days ago. I did nothing happen. You know I wasn't going to touch that boy, honey. Look, I wasn't going to touch him. But it was sweet to be out with somebody that... What's, he was so cute. I couldn't help myself. He was down at the spa. Mm. <laughs> Tasty. Yes, but I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it. Mm, well. Wait, can I tell you that mm. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to give You know, look, honey, I ain't fucking up my life with no child. But go I'm ahead. I'm not going to give away all the details because people need to read this book. Yeah, they and I'm do. I, and I'm not just saying this cuz she's sitting here cuz we've talked about this book on so many shows. The relationship with that Puerto Rican. 
Miguel. Which one? Oh, no, it was Dominican. That's his favorite. I love Dominican. Miguelito I just knew he was Spanish. And I would tell you, I'm not going to say the way it ends, but I could have threw the book out the window. Because <laughs> I, I was in that relationship with y'all. Mm-hmm. And he that was, was so sweet. He was the sweetest man. You know, I, I've never been married. I've been engaged four times. And I never walked down the aisle because it turned out that they were just little boys. You know, one was a mama's boy. The other one turned mean. No, he wasn't abusive to me. He was just negative. You know, I would be, well, here we are in the S550. You know, I I live, child. I enjoy my success. You know, I'm laid back. You know, the big house, big car. It was all I wanted. So I got it. You dream it, you can get it. So I got it. But anyway, so here we are. We're both young. He's beautiful. He's handsome. I'm cute. No, I'm cute. Rich, famous, bitch. I love myself. <laughs> anyway, so we all of that. Black couple. You know, I just, I'm with black men. <laughs> but anyway, so listen to me. Here's the example of some shit you got to get out of your life. Now, I walk in joy. Y'all looking at me. I love life. I love trees. I can name every tree out there. Every flower, every blade of grass, every grain of sand. I love life. I love this planet. I was going to pay to go to space just so I could look down on this bitch. I love being alive. When you spend 33 years under the covers in dark room, you don't fuck around when you get free. You live. Ah, oh, God, you live. Now, what the fuck would keep me on track? Okay. We're talking about the Dominican. No, we'll go back to the motherfucker. Dominican. The Dominican. That love affair was everything. But where was I going? God damn, I wish I could remember where I was going. Jew, where well, was I had, going? You had multiple relationships. Even the bouncer at the door. Oh, I was telling you about the, the guys I didn't marry. One yeah. was a mama's boy. Yeah, one was one, mean. Oh, the mean. The I was going to tell you fucker. why it was mean. And go right. back to the, the lovers. The mean to the fucker. To the fiancés. Okay. <laughs> Here's the example of why I had to get rid of him. We're driving on a car, driving on a big car. Life is great. And I come up on a, uh, an Australian tree that I know is extinct. Mm-hmm. But it, and it but bloom, blooms pink. That fucking pink tree. <laughs> of course I'm going to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. So we're driving and I go, oh, that's a pretty tree. Him. You say that about every tree. I was like, well, nigga, you gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck is wrong with you? I'm sorry, but don't them bitches help us breathe? Wait, but this wasn't the one. Was this the one you were on the vacation with and realized you needed to get away from, like y'all needed to? No, that was another one. Was that that Thomas? No, that was... Um, Jennifer lived her Ter- fucking Terrence, life. yeah. He said okay. I could use his name. I didn't want to say his name because okay. I called all of them mm-hmm. and asked me if, and asked them if they wanted me to use their real name. Okay, so then can I ask you? This I'm going to bring you back. Come on, bring me back, Pastor Pastor Heard. Pastor Heard. Um, because you're having the conversation with him. It's not that call kind of call, motherfucker. Um, and you address yes what he did. I asked him. I said, feel. Why did you do that to mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Silent. His, Once again, his answer was screaming. Terrifying. Why the fuck did you do that to me? Mm-hmm. What was his answer? His answer was, I wanted you to know what to expect in entertainment or Hollywood yeah. or something. Yeah, how about that, that sick ass Motherfucker. Request. Motherfucker. 
And I also told him that if he hung up the phone, I would fly back to St. Louis and blow that little stupid-ass storefront <laughs> church. They always <laughs> scrub motherfuckers, you know, that ain't got shit. Just scraping the bottom of of, of poverty-stricken communities trying to find a congregation so they can be held as something great and something better than you. The fuck you gonna know more about God than I do? Am I not his child? So, Miss Lewis, I have a two-part question about Listening. that. Because you were you're talking about um, being able to name names in the book. Mm-hmm. Has there any been has there been any more accusations leveled against Pastor Hurd? Oh no, that nigga's dead, girl. Oh, that motherfucker okay. gone. But did anybody come forward? And oh say, oh yes, I know a lot of people that okay. he molested. Wow, wow. Cousins of mine. Mm. They don't stop with just you. Mm-hmm. They go for your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your everything. Mm. These are monsters. Mm-hmm. These are dangerous men. Who would finger a child, who would rape a little boy and tell him he's gonna kill his daddy if he tells him. These men are dangerous. These are these are predators. These are little, little evil things running around on the planet. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I thought I could figure everything out. But I didn't know true evil. I guess I couldn't say Pastor Hurd was evil because I had been held that he would represent love so much. I didn't, couldn't get my mind wrapped around that at that time. Of course, now I know. But I'll tell you what really, what wiped me out was the betrayal of the con artist. Mm-hmm. God damn, I never thought anything that evil could touch me. Mm-hmm. But ladies and gentlemen, it did. So pay attention. So wait, can I, can I say something? Uh-huh. So the, the other thing, because one thing you'll know about our show if you ever watch it, we do jump around because we and that's so okay because I so, jump around yeah. good and there's so much to talk about. <laughs> one another parallel that we have, I'll just uh, just to bring it up just a little bit, was I was um, on my way to Hawaii mm-hmm. with a date mm-hmm. <laughs> who shall remain nameless, mm-hmm. um, and so on the plane I'm reading your book and I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, she went on vacation, was thinking of quitting the industry. Went out and did you ask God or you asked the universe for the sign the that you needed that opportunity? You needed that thing. You're on a cruise. You're on the cruise. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Did, did you, you ask like God well, or, or, or did you ask the universe? I can't remember. You want me to tell you who I asked? Yes. yes. Hmm. I believe in the elements. Energies, I do. Yes, I believe women. in energies, darling. Mm-hmm. I believe in the frequency of love. Now, if you want to call it God, you see, God, the name, the word God has been so abused. I try not to use it because it means, do you understand that God means something different to, to everybody? everybody? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can talk, we can say in God, but still everybody had somebody season as a Pillsbury. I used to see him as a little girl, as the Pillsbury Doughboy up in the sky. Mm-hmm. You know, but now I see God in everything. And my girlfriend and I were, you know, we were in the hot tub one night and we were talking. And she said something about God and I turned to her, I said, I'm sick of that word. She said, well, Jennifer, you know. That's why she's my friend. She know I'm all dramatic and shit. <laughs> she said, well, Jennifer, what word would you prefer? And without pause or hesitation, I said, how about yes? Just yes. Yes. 
Yes, I will. Yes, I will take on the challenge. Yes, I will climb this mountain. Yes, I will reach back for a friend. Yes, I will reach forward for help. I'm going to ask for help. Look in the mirror. Ask yourself, is something wrong? I, you know, I'm going to give y'all something. I dare you to get up tomorrow morning and look in the mirror, look in your own eyes and say, I love myself. And stand there and say it over and over and over until you mean it. Let the tears fall. I dare you to do it. I'm going to go back to the vacation because. The, the, Come on with somebody. the vacation. But you know what? I was telling somebody, I was interviewing you this mm. week. And I said, you know, I think that the connection, I mean, of course, of a fan of her work, but a connection on a personal level is her story of uh, bipolar and me discovering this whole depression thing. <clears throat> and she said, what are you thankful for? And, uh, and we just, mm. we're driving in the hills, Hollywood, trying to figure out not, how not to fall off the hill. Mm-hmm. And she says, what are you thankful for? And I'm like, well, I'm thankful for my company. I'm thankful <clears> for this. She goes, no, what are you thankful for in life? Mm. I, it was really uncomfortable to have yeah. that conversation. I'm on so, with it. So I, I said, you know, Tanasha, just I don't want to talk about that. And right I need to get home. I got to do this. And so mm-hmm. she called me the next day. and She said, you what woke you up this morning. For? What are the three things you're thankful mm-hmm. for? And I lashed out at her mm-hmm. no. because it was uncomfortable. To think about because on the exterior, people will look at me and go, damn, your partner's with Floyd Mayweather. You're on this show. You're doing this. You got your company. You did. Yeah, but I, but I, Tell I, Floyd I, I said hi. I like Floyd. Hi, Floyd. <laughs> I will. I will. But then you still got to go home and you got to shut that door by yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and I, even and, if and you land quiet. next to somebody, you still in your own soul and in your mm-hmm. own head and in your own mind, children. Mm-hmm. But I started listening to you and you were on that vacation and you went out there and you said, whoever you were talking to to send you that sign and then we can came, say god but you came back and you and then you you discover you got blackish yes i was on vacation the motherfucker went to sleep i said <laughs> i walked out on my little balcony in waikiki and i said nigga i ain't going back to loving hip-hop talking to god what i am i gonna go back on tv or what, what's gonna happen so i had interviewed nick cannon i told him send me the sign i did the whole you thing and the oprah with the uh Water. color purple mm-hmm. thing where she did the same. And uh, <laughs> literally when I got back and landed, Nick Cannon called and said, you ready for Wild and Out? Now, I'm not a comedian, rapper, dancer, singer, none of that. I said, yes, because that was the sign I had asked for. Mm-hmm. And I went there and killed it. But what I loved about this story was that you believe in something bigger than you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, like baby. Of course I do. But, you know, oh, Oh, y'all, this is too deep. I can't bring y'all into this. No, you have to, please, <laughs> please. I just feel like there's somebody that's going to be healed by this conversation. Oh, Jesus. Okay, and I'm going to tell you then. Here's what people don't want to acknowledge. The same God, if we say that that God sent me blackish, then that same God sent me the con artist. That's deep. Y'all, listen to me. I'm gonna, baby. You can't. Ooh, it's too deep, y'all. We got our scuba gear. You can't say you created one thing and didn't create the other. There ain't no rock to hide under. There are no shortcuts to greatness. Mm. it's nobody else's fault what was your part in it Miss mm. Lewis there's a thing called 
borderline personality disorder where everybody blames everybody else for their shit. Mm -hmm. Well, this didn't happen. Look in the mirror, kids. What did you do? Wow. How did you react to the situation? How are you defined in this moment? I want to know what you did or what you going to do. What are you doing? What are you doing? A young journalist asked me, she said, Miss Lewis, did I hear you say I was, I was in an interview, I was going on and on about myself. Oh, it's my favorite subject. Oh, God, I love myself. Just on and on. Jennifer Lewis, Jennifer Lewis, Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> she said, Miss Lewis, did I hear you say at one point you touched bliss? I looked at the phone, I was like, ah, look, girl, I was listening. I said, yes, baby, I have. Touched bliss. Now, how many motherfuckers you know use the word Not bliss? Not Come on with bliss. I dare you to name me somebody who said the word. Okay, let me tell you what she said. I have a good massage therapist at Bliss uh, Spa yeah, in LA. Yeah, suck it, suck it. Bliss sofa. Oh, bliss so, I got a spa day for you when you're ready. Oh, honey, okay. Got, I'm ready. Going. You, I got you. You're you going, you okay, good. I'm going to take you up on I'm that. I'm serious. Because I got a guy that will spend five minutes on a toe. Oh, this guy's amazing. Suck it, suck it. And this guy, yeah, and this you come guy's, from a toe. Yeah, this guy's blind, but he finds every spot that I'm telling he's you. He's blind. Little, blind. Uh-huh. Filipino. It, it, it's a man. Filipi- a blind Filipino. You'll love him. Yeah, you send him to the house. I like that. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. Now, listen, where was I in that story? Uh, uh, bliss. So you touched Bliss, yeah. the interviewer. She said, Miss mm-hmm. Lewis, did I hear you say you touched Bliss? I said, yes, baby, I did. She said, please tell me how you did that. You know, young millennial. I said, well, since you were listening, I'll tell you how it happened. It it happened the day that I looked in the mirror and took responsibility for every choice I had made, was going to make, and was making at that second. My friends, there's nowhere to run. I got money. I can go anywhere in the world. But when I get there, I'm going to meet myself. Mm. There's nowhere to run. Miss Lewis, whenever um, I'm mentoring, you know, some young person, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of going through it and they want to do the blame game. Well, this mm-hmm. person did it. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing to say, and this is why I feel such a kinship to you, because, mm-hmm. you know, in your chapter, we'll get to this, um, but dismissing the diva, your voice changed mm-hmm. as you were writing. It changed. Mm-hmm. So I'll get back to that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I always say, how were you a contributing factor in your own misery? Oh, shit. Need- you can borrow that. How you are you a contributing factor in your, in your own, own misery. misery? Oh, honey, that's easy. When we are not loved. When you've been abused. All you want to do is abuse. Oh, no, honey, I've been trying. I was trying to kill myself for 33 years. And after the con artist, and this is the first time I'm going to admit this, because I had a little breakdown yesterday. Mm, come on, Jenny, tell the truth. Give it to them. I told my manager yesterday, I said, I've been trying to kill myself for two years. <sighs> because I started smoking when my mother died. Mm. You can't smoke. <laughs> 
be Jennifer Lewis. You can't do that dumb shit when you got skin like this and a voice like that. Mm -hmm. But see, when the con artist came, I felt abandoned by God, you see. Mm -hmm. So I was like, fuck you. I'm doing the goddamn thing I want. Now, I ain't no fool. I wasn't going to hurt myself. Mm-hmm. But, but I, want, like I wanted slow... to make a point. Yeah. How dare you send me a... What? I went down to the beach. I went, what the fuck now? <laughs> On the day my mother died, you send me a con artist. What's that? What you want from me? And a wave came up. I went, don't touch me, bitch. <laughs> Oh, honey, I cussed out the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> my ego's too damn. My ego's as big as the ocean. And that's why it hurts so, so much. So don't think so much of yourself. That ain't shit gonna happen to you. The shit's mm. coming. I told you when I started this interview, life's coming. Yeah. You better be ready when that phone call comes, honey. You better know who you are. I didn't even have time to mourn my mother. Tony Marriott is his name. I'm serious. Putting that motherfucker on blast. Mm-hmm. This is putting him on Rolling blast. Rolling the fuck up on me. Mm. I didn't even think anything like that could happen to me. Oh, yes, it can. It can happen to you. And uh, to all you sons of bitches <laughs> on the internet. Uh, I got to tell you, my favorite comment. Everybody loves you on the internet, by the I way. know, but there's a couple that try to get me. And you know, those are the ones we pay attention to yeah, like let, a fool. Let, let me know if you need me to do anything. Wait a minute, that son of a bitch said, oh, Miss Lewis, you've been victimized. I love that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I was victimized. 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 I love y'all slang when people say things like, uh, oh, oh, I can't even think of them now. <laughs> But they're so funny when y'all chop shit up and make it your own. Yeah, like a meme or a, yeah, yeah like a meme. meme. It's all so funny. But and then somebody said uh, when I made uh, something like uh, oh red lips for my book when I did the D challenge oh, the book for the, for the book challenge. Yeah. Somebody said when I said titties and hips for my book. Oh uh, wait a minute. Somebody wrote you cleaned it. Yeah, you, you cleaned it up on the View because you know I watch the View. Oh every yes, you got. Well, come on now, that's the View. You, know, I, you believe read the book. And you I see said her on flips the view. She and tips for my book. Now, how she, wait, hold on. She knows how to adapt to her. Oh no, I can. I, I was can. watching you on the View like. Come on, because you and Whoopi have a long relationship. Well, I said something like, look, girl, but Whoopi was like, that was nothing what she said. Because you know I bust in that room and went, bitch, where's the piano? So how did that come about? Did you just see that it went viral and said, I can use this to utilize to promote my book? Or did somebody oh, tell no, you like... When you, no, I came into... I had, I had worked 12 hours on Blackish. I came home. DJ's drag queen ass was in my kitchen with another DJ drag queen. Shangela. I mean, Shangela, who would... Be at my house, but two drag queens when I get home. (laughs) So they, DJ did one, Shangela did one for the chicken. Yeah. So he had the music right there. And the other little drag queen I called Mice, Mouse, he looked like a little mouse. He always so gay. He came to my uh, spiral staircase. Yes, I have one. And he said, oh, Miss Lewis. Because he's saying gay, you know, them gay motherfuckers will elongate an S. <laughs> he said, Oh, Miss Lewis, why don't you do one for the book? I said, Little boy, I'm going to bed. And he said, Oh, Miss Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so, it was so funny. So I came on back down. I said, All right. And they showed me Erica Badu. And I said, Okay, I'll make it a little nasty, but I ain't going to be too nasty. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I looked over, I said, hand me that plate and that pig. 
Don't ask me why. I'm an artist. You just start to create. Mm-hmm. And I just started rapping. It was a cute. And that's why I said, these fools told me to rap for my book. Come on, y'all. So I tap, tap, tap for my book. Come on. So you freestyle. Red lips for my book. Yes. Titties and hips for my book. What you say next? I hit a high no. note for my book. Yeah. No. Now you woke for my book. Hey, here we go. Rubber bump, pump for my book. Yeah. You bitches better run, run for, for my book. book. Got a plate. And a pig, cause my book gon' be big. Oh, my book gon' be big. And then you, I mean, it went from your video to House Full of People video oh, yeah. to everybody my else. Birthday. Steve Mackey's house, and I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, Steve, and can, Steve Mackey. And can you and Brandy please just do an album? Everybody yeah. wants us to do an album. Brand, I love Brandy. We have so much fun when she comes over. Oh my God, the things she says. I want to know. Not to cut you off. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Let's well, stick on it real quick. Real, yeah, real quick. Because yeah, yeah. the Brandy video. What's the one? What's the... Uh, you hold that because I know. Yeah, wait. Come Jerosalyn, the one Brandy video. Don't... Um, I don't, I don't want, want nobody fucking with me in the street. I'll put that on my own personal page. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. I want to know how did that happen? Okay. Well, Brandy and Roz Ryan. Roz Ryan is a thespian, not lesbian. Thespian. That means she's a veteran of the theater. So Roz Ryan is a good friend of mine. And Brandy... Came over to the house. No, they were doing. What is that? Y'all got more shit going on in the studio. Listen, so I went to see the musical Chicago where Brandy was Roxy and Roz was Mama. Mm-hmm. So I went backstage, you know, big movie star and shit. And everybody's Jennifer Lewis is here. I was like, oh, bitch, please. But anyway, <laughs> but bow down. No, I'm kidding. Go on, stop. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> So I went back in the dressing room and I told them, you know, when people are on the road, we call them gypsies. Mm -hmm. You know, they want a home cooked meal. So I said to them, I said to Brandy and Ross, I said, y'all come on over to the house for dinner. I didn't mean it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody ever really means to come over. Them bitches showed up. You extend that. I said, girl, that's a boiled egg in this motherfucker. (laughs) Ain't nothing here to eat. <laughs> and no, I'm kidding. Roz made a beautiful piece of salmon that night, and we had dinner. And Roz was sitting there with all these diamonds and shit in her ear and glitter on the phone. And, you know, I said, What is Brandy doing over there? Roz said, She's floating. Let her float. I was like, Okay. So, and it was first that Brandy's first time in my house. So she was walking around looking at all my art. Right. And she would say, oh, this is an African street or this is an Uzbekistani street or this is uh, the Serengeti. You know, I've traveled. I travel all over the world. Mm-hmm. So listen, she was saying street. Then she went in the refrigerator to get something and she said something about a street and, I, and a street. And I got sick of it. I said, bitch, what the fuck is your millennial ass talking about? <laughs> and she said, oh, auntie, it's just something I say. I said, well, y'all bring your ass over here and let's make up a song about it. So it was Originally, when I hit that chord and said, I don't want nobody fucking with me in these streets, what was going through my mind was the con artist. Mm -hmm. And then as I began to sing it, it started, it was about the police brutality. Mm -hmm. So a a lot of what was going on in the world and in my life filled me up for that, for that performance, you know. Ain't nobody got time for that. Da, 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 da. Ain't nobody got, mm, nobody got time for that shit. <laughs> you know, it came out. Mm-hmm. And that first, but that first one. There's so much passion. That, but that first one was the motherfucker. When I went, mm, I don't want nobody. You know, it's just 
me in these streets. And you know what I told them, Brandy and Ross? You better sing. I said, bitch, you singing with Jennifer Lewis. I told Brandy, you know, I don't care nothing about your little young uh, uh, international uh, stardom ass. Sing, bitch. <laughs> and you went with Jennifer Lewis. That's my girl. I love Brandy. Brandy is one, uh, I got to tell y'all, she's one of the sweetest I love Brandy. people mm-hmm. in the world. Just little old face and just pretty. And she just loves me. She she kind of loved me like nobody else loved me. Brandy see the cause she show business. I don't mean like everybody loves me, but right. Brandy sees that. Does she, she see you as she, Jennifer Lewis? No, she sees the person. That's what I mean. Does she see yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. She goes through. in because she understands that baby's been a star. She was two. Mm-hmm. So she understands the rhythm and the motion and the creativity and the colors and the levels. But she sees me. And I love that about her. When she you know, I didn't know Brandy. I ain't never heard Brandy's album. I, since I've known, I started listening to music. But you know, y'all young and shit. I stopped at Aretha. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to all that shit, you know. Because, um, uh, and, and a Tupac story. Shit, I thought Tupac was going to shoot my ass because I threw all <laughs> them bitches out of his trailer. <laughs> But how brilliant was that scene between he and I? Beautiful. He was he was adorable. I loved him, and you know I walked in his trail and I and all. I like that. how you just casually say Tupac. Like the people nowadays, some of these rappers that disrespect him in his in his that era mm-hmm. and think, oh, he's not as relevant as Tupac, oh, the child. person, the actor, the oh, artist. Oh, the person. I met the person. The activist, yeah. I, and the activist. You know, the Rodney King riots, I believe, had happened. Like two weeks before Tupac and I filmed that scene in Compton, mm-hmm. you know, John Singleton, uh, he directed us. And you know that line in there. Boy, shut the fuck up and put the cigarette out. Mm-hmm. That line wasn't in the script. That was I Jennifer just, Lewis. Yeah, it was me. It was me. I was sitting there holding that lettuce and shit to tear his ass up. And I knew it would be okay because what we had to show in that movie with the mother was where those kids had come from. Where had Regina King come from? Mm-hmm. Being all, where had Janet Jackson or these characters, where had these, how had these kids developed having a mother like the character I played in that movie? See, I try to give, when I play these mothers, I give them sass, I give them, you know, flavor, but I give them warmth. I give them compassion. I am representing the most powerful entities on this planet. The middle-aged black woman. Mm -hmm. I don't take that lightly. I give them a sense of humor. They're crazy. But Ruby on Blackish is a bit much. I, I, I I'm sorry. Love you on Ruby Black-ish. is a hot mess. You know that ain't right. They got her as a con artist. She done blown up the boat. She done put the 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 car through the garage. She, you know, uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne was a pimp. Pop was a pimp. Why they gotta be all that? But when I get the script, y'all, I laugh so hard. It I is do. One of the what funniest you shows say, I've ever say, seen. Who would you like to see play you in your movie? Mm-hmm. Brandy wants to play me. You know Brandy gonna play me. <laughs> she want she sure gonna be in it though, or she'd kill me. She cut me with a knife. But uh I don't know, darling. Yeah. I don't know. That's I don't big know. Uh they have called some people 
Y'all better see, call this, for the movie rights. Oh, no, this. I was going to say, I, this is definitely. I think the be a people movie. that call, I think they're full of shit, though. So, anybody want to do this movie, you might want to do it. Because, you know, I'm hot now, man. All my stuff. That thing I did on mental illness got 10 million views. Mm -hmm. I, uh, In These Streets got 45 million views. I know you're a social media And that stalker. thing, that thing, and I didn't know that was going to happen. But now that with I the, have that the, platform, I'm going to tear y'all a new asshole. And with the kids, too. When the shooting <laughs> happened, it's, when your video came out, I put that on all our channels, too. Yeah, and yeah. then this new one I did. Uh, after Parkland, mm -hmm. our children shouldn't have to run from bullets. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That came right out of let me tell you how that happened. You know, it was it was Valentine's Day. Oh, Lord Jesus. Give me a moment. <sighs> anyway, they're shooting babies, you understand. And I know it didn't just happen. They've been shooting our babies since the dawn of time. Anyway, let me tell you how our children shouldn't have to run from bullets came about. I'd done like, literally, I would, I'd just come from Blackish and I went upstairs, I got on the internet and it was Valentine's Day. So a lot of the millennials said, uh, happy Valentine's Day, Jennifer. And they spelled my name with two N's. So I said, you know what, I'm sick of this shit. So I went down to the piano and I was about to write a funny song about, you know, J-E-N-I-F-E-R, I'm a motherfucking star. I don't know what I was doing, but I was going to write a funny song. But somehow when I went to turn on the camera, I hit the news and the footage of the children running out of the school with their hands up in an overhead helicopter shot came on. So I hadn't seen anything about it, so I picked it up. And there was one kid, come on, Jesus, one kid whose arms were not up. Now, you got to understand, it's a helicopter shot. Mm -hmm. So I can't see his face. But his arms are like this. The baby couldn't even get his arms up. So I knew he was in shock. You see, I've had a knife to my throat. Mm. I know what shock looks like. That boy couldn't get his, his arms up. And all of a sudden, I didn't care how my name was spelled. And all of a sudden, what nothing funny. And I hit that, that chord again. And I screamed, our children shouldn't have to run from bullets. I'm going down to Parkland, um, I think in two weeks. And I'm also going to Flint. This is all on my book tour. I'm not just going to my signings. I'm going into these cities and represent, okay? You've been known for your um, social activism for a very long time. Uh, specifically, you know, I, I think the start may have been around the AIDS crisis in the 80s. Because yes, you, lo you lost absolutely. a lot. You lost a lot. 200 I have on a list. Yeah, a lot of your... your People your, I knew. Yeah. Wow. Gypsy friends. Yes. Besties. Uh, yes. Brothers, sisters. They fell like flies. I mean, I remember... Ooh. I mean, the description in the book was, you know, because I'm, I'm of the LGBT community, and I remember mm -hmm. back from when Magic had made the announcement they had it mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the fear. And now people, you don't really hear about it as much anymore. Maybe because... You want to know why you don't hear about it? Why? Because you want to know who has it more than any other demographic? We do. Black women. Mm. Mm. 
That's why you don't hear about it. I love when that baby got up at that march in, in D.C. and she said, oh, that, that 11-year-old. I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about. She said, we've been forgotten. The little black girl. What about the little black girl? Oh, let me just pause and tell the little kids how happy I and proud I am. I was at the spa, but I went over into the city in San Diego to that march. And it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of the children. Like Obama said, we've been waiting for you. Come on up. You're going to have to take it back, baby. We fucked it up. And let me personally apologize. We are all responsible. And you fight, babies. You fight. You stand up and don't you back down. Not for one minute. Ah, shanana. <laughs> so in, in your book, you yes, know, we, we've been communicating with your manager, Julia, who's been amazing. Yes, and, and Julia, walk in the street. She a, shuts it down. You meet a lot of people. In this, I've met a lot of people who've worked with a lot of people, and I know a lot of friends who have managers or agents. And the mm-hmm. reason why I don't have a manager and agent is because if you don't care about me, the person, you can't care about my career. Come on. So it takes a while. But one thing I know for sure is she, she, she really loves you. In your book, you say she saved your life. What did that mean? Woo. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Now, y'all see me. So we're all out in the hot tub one night. When you turn 60, you be in hot water all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And Julia said, so Jennifer, when am I going to lunch with you and Tony? Tony Marriott, the con (laughs) artist who said he was had gone to Oxford when, in fact, he was in prison. God damn (laughs) Anyway, his motherfucker. <laughs> but he was masterful. He was a masterful. This wasn't just no motherfucker off the street. He was masterful. He had been in and out of jail since he was 15. He ripped off 13 people of wow. $4.3 million mm. and went to jail for it. Got out, started doing the same shit over again. Eek. But anyway, so Julia said, Jennifer, when am I going to lunch with you and Tony? And now it's dark out there. A few candles going around. And I didn't see her face and she didn't see mine. But my response to her was this. Well, you know, I just kind of want to be alone. And she looked and said to herself, she said to me, she said, when the fuck (laughs) did you start mumbling? Come on now. (laughs) You got to keep good friends around you. That know you. So when some shit happens, they'll see the change. Mm -hmm. Ooh. I told that motherfucker I was alpha, but I didn't tell him I surrounded myself with generals. Mm. These weren't soldiers. These were generals I surround myself with. Intellectuals, good people, longtime friends, no new people. No new friends. Come on, Jesus. She recognized that my behavior was different. Now, if she hadn't been close and she didn't care and she didn't love me, she wouldn't have seen that. Mm. Talking about we just want, you know, the con artists got to keep you isolated so they can take everything from you. Well, whoops, motherfucker. (laughs) You didn't get it all. And like I said, and let me say it again. What you got, nigga, (laughs) was sushi to me. Stupid bastard. You know, I'll tell you when I softened. Because I knew something was wrong. Pay attention.
attention to your instincts. Are you like this all the time? Every fucking day. And I ain't even had no coffee. <laughs> Wait, this is you all the time? Every fucking day. And I love it. I, I love, love it. myself. No. I love that I am this expressive. And the one so thing much. I want to say to him is this. And tell y'all, because they'll do anything to get your money and to get you and get what you got. You shouldn't have used your kids. Mm. I ain't done with your ass, nigga. See, he gonna catch Don't get comfortable. Don't, catch Don't you ever get comfortable. See, he used his kids. That was when I softened mm. and said, yeah, I'll invest in this project. Mm -hmm. That's when I said yes, because he brought his kids over to my house, set them around my pool, and kept them there only for a little while. Y'all, I didn't expect it. I didn't, I didn't, didn't sense even see it. it. Coming. Yeah, didn't I didn't coming. sense it. I didn't sense that something that evil could happen to me. Oops. True con artist, sociopath. Sociopath. Lacks, lacks empathy. Yes. No remorse. Can use children. Listen, this doesn't care. I put on my Instagram the other day and I got all these thousands of comments or likes and comments, or whatever. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't fuck with nobody. And mm -hmm. it's not personal. Mm -hmm. I just don't fuck with nobody because... When I first moved to L.A. 12 years ago, I was fucking with everybody. I was everywhere. I had to be at every party. And Lunell mm -hmm. said, why are you the staple of every event? Why don't you become the event? Stop going everywhere. Come on now. I love Lunell. But once I started compartmentalizing people and really guarding my own space, mm -hmm. people say always Hollywood, always fake, always this, that. No. Y'all don't elevate me. Mm -hmm. I got my own issues I'm dealing with. Yep. So I got to be, I, I can't fuck with because... I would be generous, and I start seeing like I'm being overly generous to people that aren't returning. Well, so let me tell you something. When you get my age, you when really? you turn 60, which I did a year ago, I'm 61 now, you really realize that you got more years behind than ahead. Mm -hmm. Oops. Baby, I, shit, if it ain't important, if it ain't for the children, I ain't going. Ain't time for that shit. <laughs> I'm getting ready to go see the, the silverbacks in Uganda. Don't fuck with me. And I want to sit with the little baby one and say, what's your name, nigga? <laughs> Come here, you little motherfucker. That's what I got time to do. I'm going to talk to the big old, uh, the male silverback. I'm going to say, what up, blood? <laughs> how, you, how you doing? See, that's what I'm doing with my life. I'm going, I'm just, oh, y'all, a, 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 a Maasai warrior saved my life in Serengeti two years ago. Maybe. So I'm walking down a dirt road in the middle of the Serengeti desert with a Maasai warrior that is 10 feet tall and holding a flashlight. Now, I have to get up at 3.30, walk to the lobby. This is in the morning. Take a truck to a hot air balloon and take the hot air balloon over the Serengeti at sunrise. Oh, come on, Jesus. Now, how often do you hear that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> so the motherfucker comes to the door and he goes, ready, mom? I said, I'm coming. So we're walking. Now, I found out later that the golf cart that takes you back and forth to your room was broken. Mm -hmm. So basically, me and this Maasai warrior had no business on this road. Mm -hmm. There was no moon. Pitch black. Mm, I can see us with the flashlight. Come on! So we got, we walking. Walking. There's a crunch. Now, 
mind, y'all. I know what a squirrel sounds like, and I know what a deer sounds like. I know what an owl sounds like in a tree. <laughs> That's how in tune I am with nature. But this was none of that. This, whatever this was, it weighed 18 million pounds. <laughs> this is a real shit, y'all. So lo and behold, from the brush comes a very large black buffalo. Flashlight is on him. It is a female. Her horns are straight. That's how I know because I studied before I left. You don't study and go up in the the fucking jungle and you don't know what's coming at your ass. You better know what's going to kill you and what's going to be. Ooh, coochie, 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 cool my ass, bitch. This bitch is poison. No bell, bell, Coochie fucking coochie coo. This ain't no zoo, bitch. It's the real shit. Fucking giraffes are tall as this goddamn Empire State Building. You're like, what the fuck? What have you been eating? She said a tree, bitch, for breakfast. An entire tree. So wait a minute. So here she come. Horns pointed. Big. This bitch is big. Black. She's crossing the road. Now I know. If she's got babies, this tall motherfucker here and me, dead. We stop. She's walking. She's walking. She's walking. We're praying. I'm shitting. She's walking. She's walking. I'm peeing. She's walking. I'm about to vomit, but that would make too much noise. I shit again. She's walking. I shit again. I didn't shit on But if I had to shit, I would This fucking thing was so big. So we think she's going to go on in the brush. But of course, she stops. The Maasai warrior says to me, don't move, mom. I'm thinking, nigga, do I look like I'm fucking moving? (laughs) I say nothing. We think this bitch goes, here comes the buffalo. She goes. Right at our ass. Oh, shit. And with that, the Maasai warrior touches my arm. And he touches it hard. And he says, don't move, mom. And I'm like, fuck. We're going to die in a goddamn desert. Road to Serengeti. Ain't even no paparazzi here to report it. <laughs> that a bitch. He's dead in a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Diva dead in ditch in the Serengeti. That's a fucking headline for that's your a, ass. That's a one woman show. Oh, it's fabulous. <laughs> so, as he says, don't move, mom. This motherfucker who's on, oh my God, y'all got to understand the math side, no joke. This bitch in his blanket and flashlight floats and puts himself right in front of me. And of course, my stupid ass, I went. Because <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, and you know it, had the bitch charge, I was pushing his ass into it and getting the fuck on back to my cabin. Fuck that. <laughs> you fight him, bitch. You were raised here. <laughs> I'm a fucking diva. I'm a holly. I'm a star, baby. I'm a movie star. I got to make it back to L.A. I got blackish to do, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
need that jack. And I told him, I said, and where's your spear, bitch? <laughs> Every time we see you motherfuckers, you got a spear in your goddamn hand. Oh, I get yes. a motherfucker with a flashlight. <laughs> So what happened? So the, the buffalo's charging towards you. And so what that majestic, tall, silver, God, black man, Maasai, he proceeded to make himself bigger, bigger. Mm-hmm. than that bitch. Like a winged hawk. He was so beautiful. Even in the dark, I could see his... His everythingness. And I was grateful for it because I knew I had come from that motherfucker. I was in the motherland and he was a god. And he saved your life. And that bitch turned her head and went on about her business. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and I did. I looked at him. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> I said, get me out of here. I said, you out here with all these rich white people. Get me the fuck out of here. Oh my God. Fucking hippo. As soon as I landed, that was a hippo pond. You know, a hippo has eaten more humans than any of us fucking am. And when I heard that, I just knew I was going to get eaten. I said, if I'm going to get eaten by anything, it's going to be by you, nigga. Take me back to the can. I ain't died in eaten by no goddamn hippopotamus in this bitch. I was so mad because I was almost you know this wasn't no joke and but here lo and behold things always happen for a reason when we got in that truck to go to the hot air balloon when that african man turned that ignition and turned on the lights guess what was sitting in front of us two adolescent lions with little mames and they were in the Pouncing position. <laughs> Fucking Simba came out of nowhere. I went, God damn. What a day. What a morning. And the sun not even up yet. That's right. Sun wasn't even up. <laughs> you ain't even had to come on, Jesus. Then lo and behold, the motherfucker, somebody pounced and a wildebeest. All I saw was that bitch's legs. Dead and gone. I said, come on. Jesus. Come on, Africa. <laughs> So happy. <laughs> All right, what the fuck else y'all want? Oh but my God. Listen, we could we could literally sit here for for days, but we know we don't have the time. But let me just say, my favorite movie of all time is What's Love Got to Do with It. Oh, yeah. That movie was amazing. Yeah, thank um, you. And uh, you know, Angela, one of my favorite actresses mm-hmm. of all time. I've only met her once, but uh, amazing movie. And uh, I just want to say it really quickly. You did the. Uh, you had a relationship with Whitney Houston. Mm, yeah. I had a party with Whitney, and she died the next day. It was Mm-mm. the last time uh, she was ever performing publicly. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of in our research, just going over just you know, preacher's wife, just different things, and just mm-hmm. saw your affection for her. And it's really good to meet people yeah. who I know really loved her. That was my baby. That yeah. was my baby. She was my daughter for three months of my life, and I loved her. I loved her so much. Yeah. She's at peace now. Yeah, she is. So I, that was all I was going to share. I, mm-hmm. I would just say the last thing is just thank you so much uh, as you, you all say your final your final words. Mm. Thank you so much for writing this book because for me, and, you know, we all learn, you know, we have about a million followers and we have all this stuff uh, collectively. Mm-hmm. Everybody has an audience, whether you have 100 followers or a million followers or 10 mm-hmm. million followers, and you have a responsibility. And one thing I've learned, and I will say, 
if nobody else tells you, is that this book has started me on the path of discovering where I'm going, not just in my career, but in my personal life. And the reason why I decided to start uh, putting more emphasis on making the time to do my book now was because I can remember my whole story right now. So yes. I need to start writing it out because there is a healing process yes. in that. Yes. But thank you for writing this because, you know, and I say this to everybody listening, you have to get this book because you will discover a parallel in your life somewhere in this book because you've lived a whole bunch of lives career, love. I told the truth. That's all I did. Oh, I told the truth. It's I was, powerful. I was honest. It was painful to write. I just wrote a song and I'm going to sing it. It's little. It's short. goes like this. And it's for the millennials. It's for the young generation and everybody. It's not just for them, but for everybody. goes like this. <clears throat> Look, 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 I wrote a book. Two and a half years of blood, sweat, and tears it took. This is my story, and God knows it's my song. Sit back, relax, turn the page, it won't take long. The pain and the drama, playing everybody's mama. <laughs> the mother of black Hollywood, everybody's telling me it's so good. So look. Hey, where's your book? Put down that phone and go write your own. Tell the world about all of your pain and all of your glory. Oh, it's inside of you. Tell your story. God, you're amazing. Beautiful. Jesus Christ. That's my song. And you know you're the only person to make every host tear up. You're the only one. I saw them. Because everybody has a story. Yes, we do. And we appreciate you for sharing I saw yours. you. Melissa, what do you want to say? <laughs> Make him go first. I love this woman. I want to just say that it is a complete honor to be sitting on the side of you. Aww. And I myself have looked up to your body of work for a long time. I'm an actor myself. Mm -hmm, so I'm, mm -hmm. I have a recurring role on Unsolved right Come now. Come on now. And I look at you as a pillar of just a true person. <laughs> and I guess my last question question is it's just is there anybody um in your uh, magnificent lifespan that you haven't worked with that you would like to work with besides me <laughs> no that's right because <laughs> it's going to happen wow happen. that's deep i've worked with everybody wow you know sharon stone and 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 tom hanks and meryl and denzel and the viola yeah viola and i were in the same movie um uh antoine fisher but we didn't work together Wow. wow. You know what? I'll tell you. Let me answer a better question. I want you guys. Ooh, I don't want you to forget that you had a black president. Who had dignity and grace. And intellect. I never worried about him because I knew I was safe during his administration because of how he looked at his wife mm. and how he looked at his daughters. I would like to sit and have a conversation with him mm. and Michelle. That's who I'd like to sit with, not so much work with. I'd like to work with them too, mm -hmm. you know, 
Give me a give me a challenge. I'll I'll meet it. Cause you'll sneak down in some shit. Cause you oh, snuck yeah. down in that. In your <laughs> oh book. yeah, honey, I'll get it. Oh. get it. We're not gonna get in that. Oh you yeah, you sneak, you yeah, sneak. honey. That's Don't try to keep me out of know. nowhere. <laughs> Jennifer Lewis ain't standing in no line. Hey, <laughs> Melissa. Okay, I. Okay, I'm gonna try and compose myself. And and there's just so much, um, in regards to writing a book. I've struggled with you know, the same kind of feelings of inferiority and, mm-hmm. and unworthiness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And who wants to hear my story? I'll literally, there's days I'll just, I'll wake up and I'm like, I feel insignificant, you know? Your book addresses that mm-hmm. and kind of gives you strength. Mm-hmm. So everybody got to read it. Um, two, we idolize some of the, of the same people, Lena Horne. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a little girl, I was trying to figure out who I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And when you're young, you have to look towards people to try to identify Absolutely. what you value. Absolutely. You know, and um, I looked at women like Lena, Lena Horne, Dorothy Dandridge, mm-hmm. Josephine Baker, Felicia Rashad. Mm-hmm. These are women that I held in the highest regard because they were just so composed. Yeah. And so poised. They could level you with a look. And they were they were inside. They were they were so they, they but were, you know what? You know what it really boils down to? I hear what you're saying, baby. What it boils down to. Is caring. Mm-hmm. Oh, you will write your book. Mm-hmm. You're going to write your book because I came here. I'm not going to waste this. You think I sat here and talked all this? Laid my soul. You think I came out of my house today for you not to write your book? I told you I had a nervous breakdown yesterday. But here I am, signed, sealed, delivered. And you know why? Because I care about you. And you and you and you. I care. We have a right to pursue happiness. You don't get to have low self-esteem. Work on it. Get a journal. Write it down. You pull that shit out like a weed if you want. It grows back. You got to go deep to get pain, insecurity, unworthiness, chaos, and confusion. Leave that shit behind. Look in the mirror and love yourself. Look at you. You're just pretty as you can be. You don't get to be even think that you're unworthy. You call me on the fucking phone. I ain't going to answer, but call any goddamn way. Can I text you? <laughs> you hear me like that shit? I ain't going to answer, but call any fucking way. But it's, it, it you really- know I had to break it because when it's, when it's so deep like this, you got to break it with, a, with laughter, you see. Mm-hmm. You got to bring it back to, you got to get people's cells dancing. You got to leave them hoping and succeeding and singing their own song. This is my story. This is my song. I can't believe I did this shit. This shit almost killed me. Going back to all that death from AIDS and 
and my mother and the con artist and the knife to my throat and the molestation and the abortions. Yeah, I did it. Yes. And here I am. Because somebody cared. Now, I care. Don't let that shit be in vain. You see, that's Carnegie Hall. Every time I lived, I lived, I lived two blocks from Carnegie Hall, three, no, five blocks from Carnegie Hall for 10 years of my life. And every time I passed there, I wouldn't do any, all I do is just point my finger, this one finger, one day, one day, one, every time, one day, I was Carnegie Hall. So not only did I sing in the great hall, but I received an electrifying standing ovation. And there was a 92-year-old couple sitting front row center. And I knew they had had those seats for 90-something years. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? That was who I wanted to stand up at the end. And guess what? You can see it on YouTube. They're sitting there. And at one point, the, the wife gets up real slow. <laughs> and then the hush, she helps him up. Mm -hmm. She helps him up. Yeah. And guess what? You think Shirley MacLaine did it? Couldn't nobody touch me after that? I've seen the likes of Nina Simone, Lena Horne, uh, what's her name? Shirley MacLaine. What did I say? Lena Horne came to my show. Shirley MacLaine. Jesus, everybody. Sydney Poitier. Yeah, Sydney, Lena. I met Tina in in in. Oh God, y'all, I know them all. Who? I met them all. I met them all. I sat at their feet. I listened. I learned. Aretha. Aretha said, you read in the book, and she says, I'm Jennifer. I didn't know you had chops like that. <laughs> Fucking chops. How <laughs> the fuck you going to have Reese Franklin tell your voice is chops? Chops! That <laughs> hey, fuck, man, you can't do nothing to me. I got chops. <laughs> And this is from Aretha Franklin. And red lips for my book. Oh, <laughs> titties and hips for my book. <laughs> All right. Y'all okay, leave me alone. Let me go home. Thank you so much. Oh, and for everybody, if you don't read and can't read, get the audio <laughs> yes, book. Yes. Because you, you can write in L.A. traffic. You yes. can hear this whole book. I'm yes. getting Oh, the yeah. Audio. The Audible. Is, they say it's so good. It's I've heard a few picture. chapters. Okay. So now that you've come on the show and we've fallen more in love with you, we come into your brunch. I don't know. We're going we gonna to call Julia. We're just going <laughs> to yes. text Julia every week. What's going on? <laughs> it's happening. But thank you so much. Uh, it's my. It really is my pleasure because the bottom line, guys, is I care. I can stay here and be funny and carry on and, you know, tell these wonderful stories. And they are wonderful stories. I'm grateful that I had such an adventurous life. My life has been adventurous. And I took risk. And it hurt. My life hurt. And it was painful. But I came through the fire. My therapist called it soldiers that were inside of me. And I, I took that name on. And yeah, I marched. And I'm still marching, literally and figuratively. I care. I care. Well, you always have us to have. We, we got your back. So anytime you need yeah. us, we're going to be you. there. Yeah. Okay. Right. Thank you so much, Jennifer Lewis. Okay. Okay. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, guys. Okay. God bless. Bye. Bye, Thanks. Everybody. Bye.